Hey, it's me, your barista. You know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Well, now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. And it's foaming delicious. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. Now in stores. It's foaming delicious. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. the uh fresh meat going tonight uh mafia so i play a lot of basketball and um my boy blackjack ryan used to teach me about fresh meat that's when you play basketball against people that don't know you (laughs) and you just absolutely torture them and uh make that an eye-opening experience for them uh because I know it's happened to me a lot where I remember the first time I ever walked into a gym, uh, Mafia knows to play this dude killer. And I looked at this guy and I was like, I'll take him. And cause I was playing with these dudes and they didn't know me. And they were like, uh, they needed a player. So they let me play in this uh, league that I call the you're not welcome league. They don't want anybody. They don't know. They just, you're not, you're not playing with them. So one day I get invited to play with them because they had no one else literally. And I knew one guy well enough. And he's like, this guy can ball, let him play. And I went and I was like, I got that guy. (laughs) And this guy had two knee braces on two ankle bracelets, no hair. Uh, he was just an old Jewish dude who looked like he was just absolutely right out of the dryer. I mean, I was like, this guy is, I am going to ruin his life. And exact opposite happened. He torched me for literally, it must've been 60, 70 points. I mean, this guy had so many moves and so many hitches and quick steps and, and pump fakes and switching hands. And he never misses from 15 feet out. He'll stand at the elbow, wait for a, a release and, and knock down shots. And that's fresh meat. When you think you got some guy, cause you can just look at him and think you're better than him until that guy lights your bong up for a five footer graphics. You ain't shack. So tonight, <laughs> I went to play with some fresh meat and it was these four brothers and they were young. They all had just perfect game. They were all good. They all had massive hops. They could play with anybody and give them problems. Right? So I come walking out on the court to play them. And these four brothers are looking at me like, Grandpa, who the Pharrell do you think you are walking out on this court? You think you're going to play with us? And I was like, hey, what's happening? I said to the one guy, I go, you know, I got those Kyries, but they only make them in 12s and 13s. They don't have a 12 and a half because they're so tight. I couldn't get my foot in them. And the guy's looking at me. He's like, the, my voice just threw him off. He, was, he just didn't know what to think of me. He was like, the double take this guy did with my voice. He's like, what, 
what? Say what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro. I had those shoes. I couldn't get them on my feet, bro. And he's like, I love these shoes. I go, yeah, I don't because they, they don't fit. I said, I wear Kyrie's. I got 10 pairs and that pair doesn't fit. It must be those fins. He's like, you're right. They are a little snugger than most of his shoes. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And then the other guy had a pair and I have really nice basketball shoes. And the guy's like, those are cool. LeBron's you got. I'm like, yeah. I said, they're really loose though. I can't tighten them enough around my foot. And I said, I got the 18 whites and they're miserable. I hurt my ankles. And they give me blisters. Meanwhile, I've had 10 pairs of LeBron on high tops. Never gave me a problem once ever. Mafia has seen me in all of them. So I go, by the way, I welcome our radio affiliates to the show this evening. Congratulations to all of you. Mightier 1090, Sirius XM, Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces. I mean, they tell me I'm on that, right? So you might as well. So anyway, the one guy, I said, yo, what's up, bro? I go, I'm Pharrell. I introduced myself to all of them. And they're just looking at me, these dudes. They were like a pack of wolves. They just thought, who does this old guy think he is being all friendly with us? And then I played them for like an hour and a half straight, and I scored about 90 points. <laughs> Not one of them could stop me. Not one of them could guard me. Not one of them. Uh, every one of them fell for every one of my moves. Every single move I had was just money. I'm money in a bank. I mean, I have step back daggers, baseline drag drives. <laughs> Reverse layups, pump fakes, shovel buckets, fast breaks, blocking shots, rebounding, scoring from the deep corner three, scoring mid-range knockdown 20-footers, elbow shots, knockdown, fast breaks, dimes. I had it all going. Although, I will say this. Uh, my post game has been a lot worse than theirs in terms of my withdrawals. You know, like I got just runoff going. I'm dehydrated. I drank like nine Gatorades. I mean, I've had five coffees. I, I got I had the thumper out. My body's ravaged. My feet hurt. I sweat like a Bulgarian. But I was I was money. And then when I was leaving the dude, one of the dudes like, man, you got game, old man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what's up. I'll see you boys next time. Remember them baseline drag nuts. I got it all for you on the bench. Listen to Sports Grid. You can always go downtown. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Scour the sidewalks. Find a penny and pick it up. Or you can get the winning edge right here. And you won't get Tommy. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. No, the Padres suck, but at least they got the best weather in uh, Major League Baseball. So, like, their fans have the best weather. They can sit there every night. They never have to worry about a rain out ever. Uh, little kids can play out in the outfield. They got this gigantic sandbox. I mean, they're all wearing beach skivvies. Every kid's there in, like, surf trowel. And then, you know, everybody's just pounding beers and chilling. Tatis hits a deep drive, but playable. Anyway, uh, it's one thing to have like a crappy team like, you know, the Mets and 
it rains every day here. And I mean, we have hail, we have hurricanes, typhoons, cyclones. Uh, we've never had a day with just an inch of rain. We get 30 inches of rain. Uh, every, every, we literally every rainstorm we have is at least eight to 10 inches of rain. We don't have just rain. We have torrential rain here, like the Philippines. And is there anything worse than rooting for a team when you go to the game? It's so humid. The mosquitoes suck on your body and you're just miserable. In San Diego, they don't have those problems ever, ever. I mean, just never. Like, I mean, I kid you not. I went to the Steeler game the other day and it was so hot. I almost had a stroke. Where was I? I was at something. I, I, like, I, I don't know, I was at a restaurant or something. And then some giant bug landed on me. I was standing in the valet getting out of the car and some gigantic bug landed on my chest. And I was like, I'm being attacked by cicadas in Pittsburgh. They don't have those in, in Southern California. I just, you know what it is? It's so nice there and so incredible and so fantastic that even the bugs can't afford it. So they just stay out of there. You know what I mean? The cost of living there, the taxes is so extreme that even, you know, bugs refuse to go there. There are no bugs. You can leave your doors open, your windows open every night. Nothing ever happens. Well, you might get robbed, but you're not going to get bitten by mosquitoes. Anyone that says there's mosquitoes there is a liar. By the way, I wanted to mention, um, I really hate the Geico motorcycle commercials. I, I don't care if they're a sponsor. I, I really don't because I hate their commercials. And here's why. Your phony ass motorcycle commercials are so pathetic. Mafia has a gigantic Harley and he never rides the thing 20 miles an hour safely on some you know, county road in Marin, California, on the mountains next to the ocean. No one in their right mind ever rides a motorcycle like 15 miles an hour, like on some kind of joy ride. How about the one where the chicks with her husband, they just got married and, she, you know, she's riding a motorcycle and he's in the little buggy next to her. And he's like, and they're always singing, buttercup. No one sings that stupid ass song ever. Not a brother, not some guy just getting married. Not some guy daydreaming. No one. I mean, I might sing Metallica songs. No one, like, under their breath, you know, sleepwalking, sings Buttercup. Okay? No one rides a motorcycle 15 miles an hour, even if they're in traffic. What happens is they go between the cars, and they still do 50 or 60 or 70 or 90 or 100 miles an hour. I've never seen a motorcycle rider not drive fast. I've seen Mafia cruising on his Harley. He's still doing 55. He's still rolling. That's all there is to it. And no one drives safe. And no one drives 20 miles an hour. You know who rides 20 miles an hour? People on electric scooters now in cities. I rode an electric scooter in Pittsburgh all weekend. And I these bikes called Spin or whatever. I'm on them. I'm doing like 15 miles an hour. And I was like... This is better than walking. I won't deny it. It's cool. It's better than walking. But as usual, I was riding along, minding my own business, and some stupid-ass drunk cut in front of me and almost killed me. I 
flew off of this scooter, flew through the air like a cartoon character, and I landed a perfect double axle nine. I just landed it with a stick and a look like Michaela Maroney, and I had it all going. And then I gave the guy the double birds. Double birds. I'm like, bro, you stupid ass. Come on, man. He saw me flying through the air over his hood. And I landed. I just did a triple sow cow plant, stick finish. No Larry Nasser. I had it all going. And uh, But it's not safe. You can't ride those scooters around big cities. You'll be killed. You'll be killed because people that drive cars are savages. They're, they're animals. They're crazy. And then how about all these bikers now, these motocross bikers and three-wheelie bikers that ride around in cities terrorizing people in cars, surrounding them, beating on their cars with nightsticks and breaking their windows and trying to assault the drivers and rape their women. I mean, that's exactly what they do. It happens in New York all the time, the crazy motorcycle gangs and they're not like the hell's angels these are legitimately like bmx motorcycle riders that cruise around new york city in packs of wolves like 20 30 deep and they terrorize people like the monkeys in malaysia and um i think all of them you know since we're in this free world of guns you know everybody wants guns now and certainly in New York and Chicago. And there's more guns in the United States than anywhere in the world. Everybody solves their problems with guns. And people just kill each other now. Yesterday I saw a 14 and 16-year-old shot in you know, the bus stop. And I think it was, I, I could be wrong, but I thought it was Louisville or something like this. Anyway, I'm like, you can't even go to the bus stop anymore without getting shot as a little kid. So... What I suggest is that we just shoot all the, the BMX motorcyclists that terrorize drivers in cars. So instead of dealing with them and attacking people, we just kill all of them. Shoot them. I mean, everyone's just going to shoot each other anyway in this country with guns. They solve all their effing problems with guns. Why don't we just shoot those people? I mean, they're not worth living anymore, are they? I don't like them. You don't like them. Everybody hates them. All they do is try to hurt people and ravage people and savagely attack them and rape their women. This is exactly what they do. They don't just get your car. They try to kill you. They try to drag you out of the car, kill you, and then rape your wife. So why don't we just shoot them? I mean, let's kill all of them. Sounds like a plan to me, Mafia, with all these boring-ass motorcycle commercials you run on TV with people driving 10 miles an hour on a motorcycle that's not real. Let's talk about the real motorcycle riders that need to be shot. I really don't care that much about motorcycle riders and I don't want to kill all of them, but I do hope that they all die on their motorcycles and savage motorcycle accidents where they wreck and hit a truck or something and fly off the motorcycle and get impaled into a sign or a telephone pole or a tree or a building or a tunnel or anywhere else in New York city. I hope they all die. I do. And I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding at all. Have you seen these people attacking civilians? They're like absolute felon terrorists is what they are. And they ride around. And Mafia knows I'm right. We used to have them driving by us in Manhattan all the time, doing 100 deep. They ride in packs of wolves 100 deep. Screw all of them, you stupid asses.
Hate all of you dead. Get a life. Get a job for once in your effing life, you stupid-ass morons. I feel so much better now. Maybe they could start coming over and playing basketball with me. I'll treat them like fresh meat. See how they like that. I'll deal on them. I'll give them some. I know what I could do. I could plan for their motorcycle. And then when I win, which I will, I'll take the motorcycle and I'll throw it in the Hudson River. Like they do bodies now. Everybody throws bodies in the Hudson River. That's where they find them. It's a lovely city I live in. Such a badass. He just absolutely is a monster in the block. I just want to feel my burger finger up. You're so money and you don't even know it. So, uh, anyway, I, I just wanted to say... Um, it's important that uh, I get this out of my system. So the place I play ball, they're redoing the gym floors. They they re they buff them and sand them and and make them like NBA quality badass. But they do it they do it every year, and once a year they do it, and it takes like seven to ten days to do it. It's like no joke. They tear the entire gym up, and they buff every single strip of wood. It's like a You know, it's no different than an NBA floor. It's incredible. But after a year of everyone playing on it, it loses its, you know, stick and its game-ready floor. It becomes slippery when wet, right? So when you play, your feet slide, and that's when you know it's shot because there's nothing left on the floor to get good grip, if you will. And they, what they do is they, they do the whole thing. It takes forever. And then we can't play at all. So... I go through just massive withdrawals when I can't play basketball. Like I can't even shoot. I can't do anything. It's closed completely like out of commission. So I have to shoot elsewhere. Now I have a basketball court in my driveway, but I have to move three cars to like shoot on it. And then everybody cries about it because they're prima donnas and they don't want to shoot on the outdoor rim of the, you know, small driveway. I have like the, I have a long driveway, but at the basketball court's a small area. You can still shoot threes. You can still shoot bombs, but only from straight out. And you can shoot from the wing on one side, but not the other, right? It's a small court and it's only got limited space on the going out and going to one side. So I have to shoot outside and then you deal with the weather here, uh, the elements. It rains every day. It rains every other day. It's like I live in Thailand. So when I can't play ball, like Saturday and Sunday, I play ball every week. Now I can't play ball at all. So what I do is um, I, you know, I have just have to have sex. Yeah. So like if I have no basketball, then it turns into I'm like hunting 34C down, looking for action, looking for relations. I got to have, if I can't play ball, which I do for two and a half, three hours, every Saturday, every Sunday, then I got to fill my time with something else. And it better be physical because I, I can't get enough of the banging uh, on the basketball court. So I got to resort to other forms of physicality. 
There has to be relations. There has to be action, which I deem to be consistent. And, you know, it's a, it, it's a great filler if you can't play basketball. You got to find another thing to do with your time. I don't know what I'll do without basketball. I hate it. They're shutting my basketball court down. I hate it. So this Saturday and Sunday are my last two days to play, and tonight was one of the last few days to play. So I played tonight. I'm going to play Saturday. I'm going to play Sunday. It's very important. But they're shutting it down, so just know that I'll be on the prowl seeking relations with 34C. It's very crucial. Panthers play tomorrow night against the Texans in Houston, H-Town, with their great coach, David Coley, who constantly is getting shafted. He's lost Tyrod Taylor. Now they're going with some rookie no one's ever heard of at quarterback. And they're not playing Deshaun Watson ever. And he still has to deal with that every day in the media. Why don't you start Deshaun? It never ends. But I have to tell you that, that is there something sneaky about that seven and a hook? Is there something at all? Because I got the Texans at eight. I think they're going to cover the number. I think the kid's going to do a decent job. I think the rest of them are going to have to do a better than decent job. I think they're going to have to play above and beyond. I think they're going to have to get very physical defensively. I think they're going to have to make uh, Sam Darnold's night rough. In other words, they need to get to him and pound his ass down onto the ground, throw him around a few times, let him know they're there and that they mean business. And I think it might be a good game. When I saw that line at seven and a hook, I was like, boy, that smells fishy with that hook. You know, it's one thing to be two and oh and act like you're a world beater and a world champ. I literally saw rule talking like they're the heavyweight champs. You know, when the champs on top, he's got to work even harder to stay on top. I'm like, you ain't no champ. Champ of what? The Carolina Panthers, the champ of what? Nothing? Champs of nothing. That's what they are. So they're not that good. What is all this 2-0? They're like world beaters BS. I think it'll be a game. I think it'll be, look, I don't deny Carolina's better than Houston in some capacity or another. Um, but certainly the quarterback situation in this game is favorable to the Panthers. Fair enough. If he throws for three TDs and 305 again, they'll, they'll win the game easily by 10 or more. But I think that number is at seven hook, eight. You might have a shot there to cover that number. I, I mean, I'm serious. I know Mafia is excited for the uh, Julian Edelman uh, celebration at Foxborough this Sunday in the Patriots game because Mafia is a Jets fan and he just loves the Patriots so much to even talk about them gets him excited. He just loves them. Any kind of celebration at all. And today he played Ty Law, who doesn't matter anymore, giving uh, the business to Peyton Manning. You know it's a busy day when they bring back players that uh, don't play anymore to talk bad about players that don't play anymore. I will say this, though. I think Peyton Manning and Eli, uh, I said this on Coast to Coast, they are killing it on Monday Night Football. I mean, their ratings are through the roof. Meanwhile, Levy, Greasy, and Riddick suck. No offense. I like Steve. I like Brian. 
I don't know, Lewis, but I mean, I, it's never been more apparent that they suck. You know, I really didn't think they were that bad when there was nothing else on and they were the only choice. I'm like, these guys are doing a decent job. But now I know they suck because when they put on Peyton and Eli, they're so much better than them. I mean, it is an ass kicking like no other. How in God's name do you not put them on and replace them and just be done with it already? They should be doing every Monday night football game this way on the number one broadcast of the game, not on ESPN2. It's embarrassing. And I said today, I'll say it again. The guy that made the hire is a genius. But if he doesn't switch to these two doing the games on ESPN and the main broadcast booth gets fired, then he should be fired. If you're too dumb to realize that you have a hot commodity that is 10 times more popular than the one you've put in the job to begin with. I mean, literally, do you realize, I've said this a million times, they have never, ever replaced Cosell, Meredith, and Gifford, ever. They've never done it. They have been chasing the dragon, I mean, forever, forever. I mean, they just cannot replace Howard Cosell. And they've never even come close. People say all the time, Al Michaels and Dan Deirdre, just stop. Just stop. Now, I know some people think that he should be doing the games uh, still, Michaels on Sunday night and everything else. Has no one noticed that he's getting slippery on those games? No one's noticed that? That's like telling me you don't notice Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> I mean, let's just call it what it is. And here's another one for you. If you got me on here, my mafia as a critic tonight, I might as well just lay it all on the line. They moved that because, you know, I watch these games. I watch these channels. I watch everything. So I know everything. And I'm not a, I'm not a guy that I want everyone to work. I want everyone to have a job. I want everyone to be successful. I, I literally mean that with every fiber in my body. I, I don't want anyone in my business, in media, in TV, in radio, in broadcasting, to not have a job. I think that's bad for the world. I think everyone should have a job and do well in life and do what they love, fair enough. But honestly, when they moved Max Kellerman, is that his name? Off of the, the show with Smith, because Smith said, you suck. I, we got to get rid of this guy on here because I'm eating him alive every day. And that guy is dead right about that. He was dead right about it. And what I commend him for, because I don't really get into the whole Smith thing like everyone else does, apparently. I'm not a fan of uh, any of that. I, I don't care. I think he's good at what he does. But I don't care about him. Like, I don't spend my day ever worrying about other people. I really don't. And, but I will say this. I have told you a million times, I watch that stuff for five, 10 minutes when I'm eating breakfast or something, because I go to the gym, I work out, then I come home, I walk my dog, and then I eat. So I eat when that show comes on. For 10 minutes, I watch. And it is the most painful 10 minutes. I mean, I've had more fun in a, in a prostate exam than listening to that guy devour the other guy because he just cannot dance with him. It is so apparent. For years now, they have been putting those two together, and it's the worst show on television because one guy is literally having sex with the other guy because he sucks so bad. So what do they do? Honestly, like, I should be a program director. They put the guy on his own show today called um, something like This Just In. It is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. 
It literally was the worst show I've ever seen in my life on television. And whoever put the show together with the people they have on that show with Tim Hasselback and some chick I've never heard of, you all suck so bad. You should do something else for a living. may or may not be a good sports grid listener test yourself if you've ever panicked at realizing you've lost your lucky troll doll you may not be a good sports grid listener sports gaming strategies and info this is the sports grid radio network While I'm at it, I might as well just add that it was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. And I'm not suggesting in any capacity that I'm anything special or that I'm better than anybody or that I'm uh, more talented than anybody or anything like that. I'm a normal dude and, you know, I'm cooler than all of them. I know that. But I know something, you know, when it sucks, I'm really good at like, you know, signaling that it sucks okay like i'm watching this thing today it was so uncomfortable like my butt puckered i was like this is the worst show i've ever seen in my life whose idea was this who put this nonsense together because it's a train wreck then while i was at it i'm like you know it's funny because right after that they had the the because you know i'm sitting there getting ready to do the coast to coast and i get the jump on and it used to be good when rachel nichols did it and they fired her over her little saga with the Taylor chick uh, who went to NBC and she called her out like, don't take my job. Don't give her the job because she's black and all this other stuff. The diversity enigma that got her fired. That's why she's gone because she brought up the whole uh, ESPN's diversity issues and that they're giving this chick Maria Taylor my job because uh, she's black. That was it for her. She's done. But I got to tell you, uh, everybody knows it. It's real simple. She's way better than every single person they keep plucking into that chair. They got some chick on there to, uh, today, like doing it, like yesterday and today. She's so awful. I don't even know her name, but she's so awful. Like, where'd they find her? At a bar? I mean, honestly, she is so awful. No one can see that show sucks now. Like, you, you can't, like, just watch it and go, man, this really sucks. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. It sucks so bad. Like, does no one have the stones to just have someone like me around to say, listen, your show sucks. Goodbye. I mean, honestly. And that's all there is to it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I should be a TV critic because I can watch shows. And Mafia knows it's true. I binge watch television and all these series and shows. And he knows I'm hard to beat when it comes to like knowing every show. He knows I watch them all. So it's hard to slip one by me. I watch pretty much every show. Like I'm not Mr. Science Fiction, but I am Mr. Violence and everything else. And I can tell you which shows are good and which shows suck. And I'm good at it. As well as television, uh, sports, monitoring that disaster and that, that train derailment. What they got going on there. I mean, you know what it is. They owe the one guy so much money, obviously, that they decided to give him another show. And his shows all blow, except for the uh, boxing show he does. Because he's good at boxing. I'll give you that. 
You're good at boxing, dude. I'll, I'll give you that. Congratulations. You know boxing like no other. That's what you should be doing because you suck at everything else. I mean, all you have to do is watch. All you have to do is watch, and you watch him just fumble his way through it. It is so embarrassing, everything he does. And they pay him millions, millions to suck. I got to find a job like that. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you on the air. We want you to suck as much as possible, and we're going to pay you millions. I've always been looking for that job. How do I get paid millions to completely suck and have no one watching me because I suck so bad, and they just keep giving me millions? And they keep giving him jobs because they owe him all kinds of money and the crappy-ass contracts that they gave him. That's all there is to it. And I work there too, so I know, and I'm right, and that's the end of the discussion. Everybody knows I'm right, and no one has the stones to say it. So I'm just going to save everybody a lot of time tonight and just tell it like it is. From now on, I'm just going to come right out with it if I think you suck. And you know what's funny? <laughs> is that I'm right about everything. I'm not even trying to be right, but I am. I, I can go to bed tonight. I have no reservations about anything I say because I'm so effing right, it's not even funny. Mafia knows it, too. He knows it. He, he, believe me, he knows. He's like sitting there right now going, oh, boy. But he knows I'm right, so he's like, you know what? He's right. I think I'll just go to bed with it. I don't even, they're not even going to sweat it. I'm not afraid of anything I say about them. They all suck. They do. I don't know where they find them. You know what they probably do? They're plucking them out of Syracuse. They all think that everybody that goes to Syracuse has talent. Guess again. Not everybody that goes to Syracuse is talented. They just think they are. Oh, God. Thank God for me. Honestly, I'm so refreshing. Thank God somebody tells it like it is around here. Thank God somebody has the, has the, the nads to just say it. Honestly. From now on, Hairdryer City. You, you Hairdryer City, I'm coming after you. If I find anyone that sucks, I'm going to find them and I'm going to pluck them right out. Get rid of them. Everyone that sucks. Tonight, the motorcycle gang, uh, the BMX motorcycle threatening gangs in New York City, you suck. Pluck them out, Mafia. Get rid of them. And then Max, you suck. Get rid of him. And then the chick on the jump, don't even know her name. You suck so bad you don't even have a name. Get rid of her. She's terrible. You know what they say? Uh, you give them one or two cracks, and if you suck, get rid of them. You know, we're not going to sit here and wait around for a few weeks to see if you find your groove. We decided tonight you suck. Get rid of them. Mafia loves it. A new segment. Pluck them out. Get rid of them. Anyone that sucks at anything. I went to this hotel the other day. I was checking out. The bill was only about 1500 bucks. You think I... Spend enough money for two days. I'm sitting there looking at this check. I go, listen, I'm fine. I'm, I'm not in a hurry. I'm just covered in sunburn and I smell. I'm soaking wet. <laughs> I go, I got a flight to catch. Can you just give me the receipt for the $1,500 rooms? And uh, I said, I put it all on my card. Everything's done. Like, let's go. It took her 15 minutes to print out my receipt. I was like, you know what? I just had a birthday and a baby waiting for you to do. She, she goes, I'm so sorry. It's just not working. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm at this gigantic corporate hotel, this famous hotel, and they can't print out. They have no one that can print out a receipt for a room. Like, you know, I pay for the room. You didn't have any problem taking my money. 
but you can't give me the copy of the receipt for my, you know, records and everything. And I stood there for 20 minutes. I was like, you know what? You are kind of hot. Why don't we just go have sex? And then I don't have to sit here and watch how bad you are at your job. You're kind of hot. Let's just do it. You and me. Let's go. Because I'm a lover. Look at me. And she just looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, how long do you think this will take? Because I'm just about to have my second birthday while I've been here waiting for you. I mean, at first I'm like, don't worry, I'm not in a hurry at all. I've already missed one flight. It's now a new day. You think the receipt will come out at any point? Some other chick from the back had to do it because she was so inept. You know what I say about her, Mafia? Pluck her out. <laughs> get rid of her. That's it. We got to get rid of all the, the weak. <laughs> you suck, get rid of them. <laughs> get rid of them. Done. Uh, let's see if there's anything else I can talk bad about tonight. Now, I am giving some teams some chances this week in the NFL that suck. I am giving some chances to teams that suck. One of them is the Lions. Should the Ravens not beat the Lions by 30? I mean, should they not beat them by 30? That's how bad they are. But is there not something that smells like dead salmon coming out of that eight-point spread in Detroit on a game that's meaningless, on a game that they're coming off a short week and their big celebratory win over the Chiefs, that they think this is a tiptoe through the tulips, walking the park. They think it's a tiptoe. Tiptoe through the tulips. I think the Lions have a shot here. I think Goff and Campbell and everyone have had it with the losing and that they're going to be in a game for once. They were never in the San Francisco game. The Niners laid down. That was BS. I'm giving the Jags a chance. The Cardinals should beat them by 15 to 20 points, shouldn't they? I mean, that's automatic. Done deal. But why is it that everything that's automatic in the NFL never is? Never. Nothing's ever automatic in the NFL, pain day style. The cards win, but don't cover the, the hook, the seven and a hook. They don't cover it. Mafia will be pleased to know that I am giving his Jets tremendous respect and a chance to cover the ten and a hook in Denver. Zach Wilson was booed out of Snoopyville, booed at his home opener. Booed by the Jets faithful and the Jetmobile and all their great fans that have seen the Jets suck for their entire lives. That the Broncos are going to beat them by 30 or 40 or whatever. The number's 10 and a half. The Jets get involved in this game this week. The kid bounces back with a performance in the thin air, giving them a chance. I'm giving the Vikings a chance. They're actually home dogs. The Vikings, who have yet to even sniff a win. You know what I mean? They had, a, well, I guess they sniffed a win with that wide field goal that my boy PA butchered. You know, he had it all figured out. It's good. Oh, he missed it. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. It was so, I felt horrible for him. I really did feel horrible for him. But, you know, the Vikings, can they beat Seattle? Seattle just blew the game to the Titans. Now everyone thinks that they're just going to go on the road to Minnesota and win easily. They're laying one and a half. The Vikings are winless. Are they really going to lose every game they play? 
you know they're going to bounce back this week. That's the way the table turns when you're playing, you know, what's the kissy face, the, you know, with the bottle spin. The whole deal, it's all happening. Spin the bottle. <laughs> and then how about Washington? I, I got to give them a chance with eight and a half. I know the Bills should win the game by 50 at the B-low. With the Vaughn Bills and their MVP quarterback, which neither are going to happen now. He's not winning the MVP. And they're not winning anything, per usual. They never do. Do you realize they've never won it? They've been there four years in a row, and they still haven't won it. I mean, remember when Jim Kelly went to four straight Super Bowls, lost all of them. And now they think that the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Mm Mm-hmm. That's like the Islanders, your boy Carver High, always selling me the Islanders that they're going to win it all. They haven't won it since, like, 80, and they won four in a row. Greatest franchise ever. They haven't sniffed one since. Don't tell me making it to the conference finals is sniffing it. you got to at least be in the finals. Sniffing it is being in the finals. But he's always telling me the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl and the, and the Islanders are going to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, okay. So there are teams I'm giving a shot to. Rams getting one against Tampa at SoFi. Another team I'm giving a chance to. And I haven't even started. I haven't even tried to go delving into the college football top 25 and unranked games tonight. I just I can't do it. Mafia is yelling at me right now. Save it for Lisi Thursday night. Save it for Pharrell and Events with Mafia Friday night when we go through all the games. So much heavy petting and gambling going on in this program. It's absolutely uncontrollable. So I'm going to save the college football. There are college football games Thursday and Friday night. So I'll tell you about those when we come back. I'll at least tell you about them. It's for all on a bench. My buddy's a fan of yours in Vancouver, Canada, so if he hears you crystal clear, I thought I'd let you know that. Time after time, I sit and I wait for your call. (laughs) Marshall and Appalachian State tomorrow night. App State laying seven. Friday night, Middle Tennessee and Charlotte. What a horrible game that is. Charlotte laying three. Wake in Virginia, certainly decent. Virginia laying four. Liberty and Syracuse at the Dome. Liberty laying six. And the crappiest team on earth, UNLV. I love you, Vegas, but your college football team sucks. I mean, monkey onions. I mean, just absolute monkey onions. And Fresno State's playing them laying 30 and a hook. Those are the Thursday and Friday night games. Very exciting. I know Mafia is excited. The Rockies lead the Dodgers 10 to 5 in the bottom of the eighth at Coors. The Dodgers can't win at Coors Field. How embarrassing is that? The Astros lead the Angels 3 to 2 in the bottom of the seventh in Anaheim. The Braves are up 6 1 on the Diamondbacks in the bottom of the eighth in Zona. Seattle rolling again. 
4-1 over the A's of the Astra in Oakland. Bottom seven. And the Giants still lead the Padres 3 to nothing. Bottom five. Now it's 3-1. to one. They finally put a run on the board. The bases are loaded and nobody out. So here come the Padres. Big wins tonight for the Yankees. They got a wild card spot now by half game. Red Sox come up big against the Mets. Phillies won. Cardinals made it 11 in a row. I'll see you tomorrow on Coast to Coast at 4 p.m. East. Should be very exciting. I know I'll be ready. Hopefully you'll be ready. We'll see if the Padres can come back and win this game against the Giants. See you tomorrow.